In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We're going to hear a few times in Holy Week the words of St. Paul from his writing in, the, in Galatians 6, being expressed through the intro eat of the Mass, both tonight and tonight's Mass, and Monday, Thursday in particular. The words of the introit that come from St. Paul read like this. But as for us, it behooveth us to glory in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, in whom is our salvation, our life and resurrection, by whom we were saved and obtained our freedom. Understand that to glory in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ means this. It means that our whole lives boast only in what Christ did upon the cross. Every good work that he will ever do through us. Every good work that could be done through us. Every healing change and transformation that our Lord will write into our lives. It is all due to what Christ accomplished on the cross directly on our behalf. And with us so very close and near to his heart in that very act. Our scripture readings tonight, they come from the prophet Isaiah, who is renowned for his prophetic foretelling in such incredible detail of the suffering of our Lord Jesus Christ upon the cross. And then we have before us the suffering of our Lord Jesus Christ on the cross as we hear spelled out for us in the Gospel of St. Mark tonight. Tonight we're going to look to the great prophet Isaiah for our reflections on the cross because the prophet spoke these words in Isaiah chapter 50. I begin in verse 5. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I was not disobedient, nor did I turn away from him. I gave my back to those who struck me, and my cheeks to those who plucked out my beard. I did not hide my face from shame and spitting, for the Lord God will help me. Therefore, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint, and I know that I will not be ashamed. I want us to reflect on truth, two truths from the prophet Isaiah tonight regarding the cross. The first one is this. Our Lord Jesus Christ going to his death on the cross was the very act of obedience that overturned Adam's disobedience, making the way for life to spring up in all of us from the death that we were born into. Jesus Christ's obedience in contrast to Adam's obedience is shown in the first verse that I read from Isaiah verse 5, which says, The Lord has opened my ear. In other words, I have heard the will of the Father. The Lord has opened my ear, and the Father's will made known to the Son is that He, the Word of God, should suffer for the, on behalf of all upon the cross. And then the very next words, having heard his ear open to the will of God, it says, and I was not disobedient, nor did I turn away from his will. In the Garden of Gethsemane, Christ's humanity was so phenomenally heavy upon him that he was sweating blood as he prayed. And he was in great anxiety and distress. The suffering he knew from all time was now before him in his flesh. And he was feeling it within his very core. And yet even in those moments, 
Christ did not rebel against the will of the Father as Adam did. Rather, he did what Adam failed to do. He said the words and lived the words that save every one of us. Yet not my will, not my will that thine be done. We hear the results of this in the preface of the cross that's read or chanted all throughout this time of Passion Tide. And those words are these. Because on the wood of the cross thou gavest mankind salvation, that so whence death arose, life might also rise again. And that the foe who by a tree had conquered, that is Satan conquering Adam and Eve by the deceit of a tree in paradise, by this tree the holy cross might be overcome through Jesus Christ our Lord. He heard the will of God. He knew the will of God. And he knew what the results of the will of God would be, the salvation of us all. And so he submitted himself to the will of God, which leads us to the second truth we should meditate upon and embrace tonight regarding the cross. And we hear it in the next verse, verse 6 of Isaiah chapter 50. It's as if Christ is talking through the prophet. I gave my back to those who struck me and my cheeks to those who plucked out the beard. I did not hide my face from the shame and the spitting. Please hear this. Jesus Christ is saying, I gave my back. I gave my cheeks. I did not hide from any of this shame and spitting and suffering. The church fathers emphasize this truth. Listen to this, please. No one, absolutely no one took the life of our Lord Jesus Christ. Through all of this suffering that we've heard in our gospel reading tonight, all of the hitting, the spitting, the flogging, the nailing, the torture, the humiliation, our Lord Jesus Christ was in command of it all the entire time. One word from the word of God and heaven would have opened up wide and the heavenly host would have come and slain everyone to spare the son of God. Jesus Christ submitted himself to the will of God to go to the to the cross. He willed it. He allowed all of this to be done to him by his choice. He suffered every bit of what you're hearing tonight and all throughout this week. Why? St. Athanasius reminds us the why is all of us sitting in this room and every soul. He willed this on our behalf for us to gather us back to himself. St. Athanasius taught this. The word yet said, I gave my back to the stripes and my cheeks to blows, and I hid not my face from shame and spitting. For what the human body of the word suffered, he brought to himself, he ascribed to himself, in order that we might be enabled to be partakers of God the word again. The Apostle John wrote this gospel of Jesus proclaiming this very truth we're talking about in St. John chapter 10. Jesus says, I am the good shepherd, and I lay down my life for the sheep. Therefore, my father loves me because I lay down my life that I may take it up, up again. No one takes it from me, he says, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down, and I have power 
take it again. Christ willed all of this suffering, that he might rescue every one of those souls in Hades, starting with Adam and Eve, the first who were lost, to that very present moment to gather them back to himself. He willed to suffer that all of us, along with them, might be enabled to be partakers of God through him again. To restore us to our rightful identity, our rightful position in creation as God's most precious and crown of that creation. To regain for us that union that was lost by the fall of man. He willed to suffer out of his unfathomable love for mankind, for you and for me. He willed to suffer so that our suffering might come to an end. Every year. It seems like I ask myself this question every Holy Week when we have the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ before us. That question for me is this, what kind of love is this? What love is this that God has for me, a very fallen, a very broken man that trips over his sins again and again and again in this life? How could God so far, go so far, by choice, by his will for me that I could actually be a partaker again in him. And I will tell you this, the experience and acknowledgement of that very question and the answer that Christ brings us by showing us his passion like this is the very reason why we glory, why we boast, why we magnify Christ our God and why we lift up great praise this week even as we gaze upon his great suffering on the Holy Cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.